And welcome everybody to the fourth podcast session of J2C. It is the podcast for April with the title of Be the Cause of our Entrepreneurial Life Calendar. So what is this all about that we're talking today? It is uh, about the principle of having an effect-driven mindset over a result-driven mindset. What does this mean? So for me, it means not producing anything that is not creating impact. So prioritizing my work in a way that um, I always have impact in mind and not uh, a result like a documentation or whatever, but the thing that the documentation does. Um, I want to hand over to the beautiful people here in the studio and the gallery, Habib Lezevich and Christian Litzba. Hello and welcome to Podcast Studio. Hi, Lucas. Hello, Lucas. Thanks for having us. So if I would just hello throw it... No, I don't say hello to people. <laughs> <laughs> so if I just throw into the room uh, effect over result, what does it make with you? Over result, yes. I mean, I go straight to impact, really, because um, yeah, maybe effect doesn't doesn't so much ring a bell to me in in the long lasting sense. Effect feels like a it's too short lived <coughs> to have a deeper meaning. So I would really say the impact that that whatever I do has basically is important for me if I if I consider doing something, whether that is at work or at life or in my relationship with friends, you know, and it comes from a major decision or it's just a little thing. I do often think about the impact this might have on the other person or, you know, if it's, if it's uh, work that I do, I what is my intended impact really you know like what do i want to see as an not just as an outcome but a long lasting impact of what i was doing where, yeah. where do you see the difference between the impact and the effect in terms of the wording and what's in it um effect to me is is, is very very short short-lived in a way you know like Uh, somehow it resonates with the aha effect, you know, that that can be, you know, a second that can be a minute or, you know, it can really peak uh, in people's attention for a short time that people say, oh, really great, really cool what you did there. But it buffers out, you know, at one point. But is it really long lasting? Mm. I don't know. And um, mm. an impact is you know, has, has a different level of magnitude, you know, maybe something, you've done something that has quite a deep and lasting impact and very little effect, you know, people might not even notice, it goes mm. unnoticed and yet, you know, in the long run you'll see, wow, this had really a changing impact or a lasting impact on, on people's lives or on a relationship mm. or on your own life and it came very silent, you know, and yet was <laughs> maybe even magic <laughs> i like i like i like that distinction between uh short term and long term yeah in a sense because much too often we do the work we do to get immediate results in a, in a very pragmatic way which also can drive us forward but we risk maybe getting lost in the minute detail rather than 
contributing towards the purpose yeah. that we're aiming for, yeah. you know. And um, I always, I, I like this term of visionary pragmatism. You know, it's good to be pragmatic, so it's good to have an effect, mm. you know, but you should have effect moving towards that thing that you're trying to get to. And if you lose that out of sight, this is how I understand what yeah. you just said, mm. then maybe you're stuck focusing only on that little bit of work that you're doing and you forget how you're embedded into it. And then we're looking at an effect or even worse, what you said earlier, just I've done my work mm -hmm. without understanding even how it affects mm -hmm. and what it contributes towards in the longer, longer, you know, on the long run. Mm -hmm. So for me, like the ideal way of um, approaching this is to say, okay, I'm having if an effect that sets in motion something and the this, mo this thing set in motion, that's my impact. But I need the effect to push it and to accelerate the thing to to progress, to work, to develop. Mm -hmm. And so this is for me like no impact without an effect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Putting stuff in motion is, is I think what work ought to be about. Exactly. You know, putting stuff that isn't in motion into motion or putting stuff that is wildly out of control out of motion. That's usually what work is about, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And uh, what are your thoughts? I was just thinking, um, you know, one thing that that I started to picture when you guys were, were making your um, descriptions there was the film Rocky. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, because it's a really nice um, film that depicts the difference between a result and an impact. You know, like the film is about a bum who's taken and put against the greatest boxer in the world and he loses as you would expect mm. so if you were to just take that on paper there's no story you know and why is it such an incredible story because he lost so well you know he lost in such a way that created a great impact or a great effect also you know like and that's like, I just really like that distinction of like what was his impact on losing so well? To inspire, I guess, like everybody who would have thought they have no chance that actually they totally have a fighting chance, you know, mm -hmm. that he actually came so close, you know, that it's actually trumps the power of the result, you know. And it sets in motion the whole Rocky story. Mm. So afterwards, he's going to be like world champion and he's going to be the best. But he started with having this uh, this result of losing but mm. the effect on his life of in investing all his time and power into training um and having this beautiful um experience uh, standing there with apollo apollo is the guy mm. that that uh, beats him and afterwards being like cheered by the, the folks that watch his his things and this sets in motion his whole story because he continues and it was like a loss that got in motion a bigger success story i was yeah, I was inspired by that too. Yeah. I mean, now you guys are talking about the result of your work, but if I take it only at that, then the problem comes up that basically any any work I do will be impactful then, or could be impactful. So what's the difference then between, you know, being the cause and just doing your work? If If we're saying that actually if you just focus on the menu details and you do business as usual effectively, effectively I'm asking, you know, if we take Rocky, does that mean business as usual will also create amazing things or 
but did Rocky do business as usual? For me, no, no, no. no. I don't it's think Rocky did business as usual. I think he I'm did. I'm not a Rocky expert, so I can't <laughs> tell you. Like he, he didn't just like oh, I, I did what I planned in my training, so it's all good. Hmm. Like he and his trainer, like pushed themselves to just such extraordinary lands and like way past the point where you would expect someone to to go in a fight like that. And that's what created this extraordinary impact. You know, if he had just showed up and got really killed, you know, there would have been no story, you know, or just taking a loss in the second round. It's already cool that you fought the world champion. You know, that's, I think it's like so inspiring that he went to such lengths because he inspired and showed you can go to such lengths, you know, against someone that good. So, you know, him pushing himself to the absolute like limit of what he can possibly do created very very impactful work and 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 more than impactful having a positive impact because it pushed the champion to his height and it inspired everybody who saw it to believe in better for themselves also mm-hmm. so what i'm taking from what you just said is rocky didn't do business as usual because number one he pushed himself to the edge and got himself out of the comfort zone so that's not business as usual already mm-hmm. and number two he was focused on having a positive impact on himself mm-hmm. And through that, you know, become an inspiration to others. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So he's, yeah. So, so what he didn't do was saying, okay, today I had uh, 20 push-ups and a uh, hundred uh, sit-ups, and check this from a list. No, this hundred push-ups and 20 sit-ups, or the other way around, uh, were just like a um, a means to an end, a means to something, not to an end, but to to a beginning. And um, mm-hmm. a lot of times, I see myself trapped in okay yeah i did this documentation i did this presentation and my work is done but no that's not that's not the thing because the work is just done when the presentation or the documentation did its job so basically if i if i understand you correctly what you're saying is another thing that made rocky's rocky's loss so inspiring in the end and took him out of business as usual was that he wasn't actually just doing business as usual but he had a a larger goal something that he was pursuing That was meaningful throughout exactly. the film. Yeah. I mean, maybe the question really is, you know, what is the intention? What is the bigger intention of the work that we do? You know, is my pure intention to do business as usual? Fine. Mm. Then I'll do business as usual and I go to work, do my nine to five, get my monthly pay and all is good. I don't care. Um, that's my, but then that is my intention. You know, do I have a bigger intention as in be the cause? What cause? What cause am I, you know, trying to aim at with the work that I do? You know, Rocky obviously had a cause, you know, whether that mm. was winning or whether that, you know, was inspire the underdog to get out, get away from being the underdog and, and rise above and rise above and become bigger than they could ever think they are, you know, mm. and like rise out of their own low self-esteem maybe. So. You're basically saying it's not just about the having a goal, but also as you go into the action, monitor your intention. What is totally. it that, that I'm doing here and mm-hmm. what's driving me? What's my motivation in this very moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's the intention that I'm bringing into it? Mm-hmm. So we've got four points there. That's 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 wonderful. Mm. I think it's like something that comes up for me quite a lot. This this idea of also measuring the potential at all times, you know, as in it's it's really easy for me to go in and sit down with my vocal coach and decide um oh my god i need to be doing two hours of this stuff a day and then go to my dance teacher and be like oh my god i need to do this 10 times a week 
and then do a little bit of promotion or planning and say wow i need to really check in with this every day you know because there is potential in everything but we only have a certain amount of time a certain amount of life force uh, we have a certain amount of resources and i think it's really cool to to keep that idea of impact in mind you know is it going to create really much more impact to be releasing a song every week or one song that penetrates so deeply you know into the into the consciousness of of the world you know um i think that's cool you know you br you brought up a nice word there you you mentioned planning you know we're talking about setting stuff in motion and we're talking about having impact where do you see planning and projecting you know projections planning looking looking ahead knowing exactly what's going to happen how it's going to happen where do you see that fit in and how do you see that fit in also because you're talking about you know holding stuff back in a way or not going for certain avenues mm. in order to have maximum impact and that implies some form of projection forward to say i know how this is going to turn out so i'm not going to go for that so mm. how do you make that decision how do you how do you gauge that and how much planning is needed in order to be the cause and not not just be doing your work i think it depends on the size of your endeavor really you know how much planning and how detailed planning you you put into this you know say you're 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 planning to release a new plot product you know or start an entirely new venture then of course you know like right at the get-go you set your vision and with that you know your vision is driven by the impact that you're intending to do in a sense you know and uh, so you define that and i think that you know should guide every other you know if you break down your little planning steps you know it should always then be guided by the the bigger vision of impact that you're intending to have and then that's your guidance then also in your day-to-day -day work to, to always keep that in mind you know and asking yourself are we on track you know am i on track with achieving this so you say maybe not, maybe partially planning but partially reflection also yes that 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 as an iterative process of course Exactly. So I I think having a goal like a like a like a purpose and impact that you want to create in mind helps you prioritize the things that will bring you there most quickly or in the effect most effective way. Um, so if I if I bring it back, if I have a startup or something, um, I should put a lot of work into the product so that people can use it very quickly and this will have an impact instead of just writing all documentation again um, while I'm doing it and spending my time in doing this that will slow me down with my base impact so that I want to create. So in a way you're also saying there can be a thing such a thing as too much planning and too much projection and too much hesitation. Yes probably. Yeah I think um, it's one of those things of kind of like you know there's planning which sets out, okay, I'm going to take a certain route, you know, from this point to this point, you know, but then at all times along that journey, you're kind of just making moment for moment moves, you know, and then just the intuition and awareness in the moment will dictate, you know, you might have planned, okay, this, this year, I'm going to do such and such a thing, but when it's Thursday night at seven o'clock and you've got a balance, the goal of, 
you know, being good with your family and getting fitter, let's say, or getting, you know, making a certain time on the running track or whatever your fitness goals are, you have to measure what's the overall highest impact of do I take this evening and, you know, spend it with my daughter or do I go and stick to my gym schedule? You know, I think then the moment intuition has to has to take over, you know. So in, in terms of evaluating which task is the highest value task, mm. you're saying that we need to tap into our intuition mm -hmm. as well. Of course. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. I think blind planning is of course flawed because it, it was of course made in the past, mm. you know, where we didn't have the information that we have right now. And, mm. you know, To imagine we were still sticking to the plan that we made back in 1994, you know, <laughs> and we're we're like, you know, and and you know, me as a musician, I just want to make cassette tapes still, you know, and I want to, you know, I want to support Oasis when they play, you know, well, what what am I doing? I'm still just waiting for them to get back together as a band, you know. I can plan, of course, but moment to moment, you got to make your moves, you know, and based on, you know, what's your impact based on your highest goals, maybe, you know, mm. your highest purpose in life. So if I if I if I just summarize what we've said so far, how to be the cause, how to move forward, we said number one, push yourself to the edge of what you're comfortable with, and push a little harder beyond that edge. So if you find yourself just doing things that you feel comfortable with, probably you're you're not being the cause. You're just doing what you usually do. And we said number two, you should focus on having a positive impact. So really have an idea of where you're going with it, which was number three. Also, you should have an end. To which the actions are a means if you no longer know what you're contributing towards then maybe you know you should stop and evaluate reconsider reconsider and then we talked about also not just the importance of having a purpose but having also the intention monitoring the intention i go into each action mm -hmm. step by step every time i go in i need to check in what's my intention there? and we said depending on how i go in that can change the quality of the action and And now towards the last points, Ender, that you made and that you made, Chris, we were talking about, you know, the importance of having some planning, but not getting caught up in planning mm -hmm. and maybe supplementing the planning with a certain degree of reflection in real time mm -hmm. rather than sitting behind a desk and trying to write the long document that will then guide us to the holy land. And last but not least, Ender, you spoke about the importance of intention and using intention to evaluate what should be my next move. Ah, Not intuition. intention, intuition. Thank you very much. Intuition and the importance of leveraging intuition and evaluating what should be my next move, and also what's 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 the high impact move effectively, even in the world of unknown, if you like. Mm. Uh -huh. Very interesting. I mean, we have a few more moments left, so I'd like to ask into the round: What are some of the barriers that can come up in this, and maybe also, you know, what are some of the barriers that you've already experienced in trying to live this? overwhelm mm. big overwhelm like if you set the bar too too high um and you try to have huge global impact you know and you can't break it down um it can uh, it can be overwhelming or dismaying in the sense you know if you particularly want to see positive change in this world for instance you know it's such a global thing um It can overwhelm you and actually put you in a place of non-action because, mm. yeah. So, 
overwhelming is yeah. break it down yeah exactly i would say the same so like having m multi uh, i would say the same having uh multi-focus multi-focus um just gets me out of my strength and uh doesn't make me um strong as an as a cause for an effect and um when you say multi-focus you're not talking about multitasking you're actually talking about having multiple focuses mu multiple aims yes so mm -hmm. so i'm always struggling to get them all under like the this umbrella of my big goal for life uh, thing so not not saying like sense of life but uh, value in life and uh, trying to always reflect is this really adding up to this uh, and then sometimes i see okay i need to produce results as well uh, because in the long run they would help me go there but it's not the most important thing in just right that's second here um, so prioritizing at that stage sometimes feels hard because i have so many things in mind mm -hmm. so no, don't get overwhelmed with all of the purposes that are out there but also don't get overwhelmed with all of the aims that you have and focus in on something that could be a barrier by having too many things we want to get into yeah i think um you know just bringing it back also to this effect over result that we have here in the calendar i think in a lot of organizations and 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 you know some more than others these two things actually go head to head you know, because you have to start to weigh up what's being measured in the short term with something that can make impact on the long term, you know. So if you're being measured, um, you know, based on how much you're bringing in from a particular customer this year, but you know that this customer is is, is just valuable to you as a relationship for, for life, you're actually being asked... Um, to consider if you want to get the result or get the effect you know because sometimes you can't have both do you squeeze the person to make a target or do you value the long-term relationship to achieve the impact that you can maybe have with a synergetic relationship that lasts for the long term and so i can imagine for a lot of people that's that's a very difficult consideration mm. you know a especially in this yeah. in this very competitive world you know do you if, if you're competing let's say you know, a, a lot of companies have this competitive culture. Um, you know, if you're being asked to go head to head with your colleagues based on results, and that's what's being measured, impact can often suffer. You know. Mm. What about you, Habib? Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I really love what what Anna just said there in in, in regards to, um, you know, having having a name and having an intention and going into action for that but then being in an environment that actually doesn't value these things and evaluates you differently. How do I deal with that? I think that's one of, one of the major barriers for people who have set the will towards you know, being that cause. And uh, I would also think that's one of the major barriers that I observe in, in, in business all the time in organizations, that a lot of people, a lot of staff actually want to do the right thing and want to move towards the right thing and don't want to just do the work and they're aware when they're actually aware when they're not contributing towards the goal but they're actually just doing their job but they feel squeezed in in in, in the systemic environment and for me there it's very important to not shy away from conflict mm -hmm. um and i don't mean conflict in the sense of let's go and beat someone up and you know i mean conflict in the sense of showing sh making transparent what we believe should be done and 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 and, and discussing this um, and I think, you know, 
not just discussing it, but actually even standing up for it and 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 you know having having to you know these perspectives meet and yeah, but that's quite difficult in in organizations often because the relational basis for these for these kind of encounters often is not there. So I guess that's another barrier. You know, how do I how do I set up how do I cultivate a relationship that allows mm. that kind of that kind of confrontation, that kind of collective aim for yeah, collective con collective moving towards the, uh, a, a meaningful aim, you know, a meaningful purpose. That's an important point that you're making there right at the end. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so our time is up for this session of podcast uh, studio. Um, and we already made up a lot of thoughts that uh, will be relevant for the next podcast. Uh, it's going to be a podcast about relationship building. And um, we see that um, wanting to have an effectful uh, way of being to be the cause for something bigger uh, can drive you, um, but it is not the only thing that you need um, to strive. Um, maybe it's as well the context, and we're going to talk, uh, talk about this in the next podcast. Thank you, everyone, and um, to you out there, have some nice reflection time and um, write us if you want. We'll be there.